Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Welcome to episode 47 of Let's Talk Loyalty. And today I am delighted to be interviewing a lady by the name of Shirley King. And actually, it's quite a fun story in terms of how Shirley and I got to be here today. As you probably expect, or you probably even know, I often reach out to people uh, about my podcast if I think it's going to be super interesting and relevant for them in their own career. And Shirley is one of those people that I sent my podcast to. And she sent me a delightful reply. And then I looked in more detail at her profile and I just thought it was superb. So Shirley King describes herself as a brand love and loyalty creator through thoughtful, data-driven, ridiculously personalized customer experiences. And when I looked, I realized she also works in the hotel industry. Now, after 11 months of Let's Talk Loyalty, I have had nobody on as yet from the hotel industry. So Shirley is going to be my first. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Shirley King to Let's Talk Loyalty. Paula, thank you so much for that wonderful opening, and um, I appreciate this opportunity to be on your show, and I'm really excited to talk about loyalty today. Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, uh, I know you did listen to a a few episodes, Shirley, so um, it's always very gratifying, as you can imagine. Sometimes I feel like I'm sitting in my vacuum sending my podcast out, so to know that you were listening was, was really lovely from my side. And I nearly thought I should probably hire you as a copywriter with that uh, headline on your profile as well. So, so well done with that. Um, but listen, as you know, Shirley, I always start the show asking about loyalty statistics. Um, so I didn't even ask you in advance what type of statistic you'd like to talk about. But tell me all about your favorite loyalty statistic. Sure, Paula. Well, I have two because it really is hard just to pick one. <laughs> okay. Um, and the, the, the first one is, um, you know, a, a fairly solid metric. And the other one is, is a little bit fuzzy. So kind of fun to have one of each. Yeah. But the first is uh, loyalty rev par. Yeah. And rev par is revenue per available hotel room. Mm-hmm. It's the hotel industry standard KPI. Yeah. And that one is important. It helps hoteliers measure the overall success of their hotel. Mm. And it's, uh, it's calculated by taking total room revenue and dividing that by total available rooms. Okay. And this particular metric can be looked at through the loyalty lens if you just swap out considering total rooms by total loyalty rooms and revenue instead. Sure. Um, the reason I like this one is that it has loyalty managers mm-hmm. speaking the same language as revenue managers. Oh, yes. Cool. I love it. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And that that ties back um, and it aligns with some of the things that your other speakers have spoke about on the program where mm-hmm. it's really important to align with senior leadership around the value of loyalty to the business. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that that would be an interesting one to, to include, um, you know, loyalty contribution is the key metric that, you know, all hotels look at, mm-hmm. but I thought that this was really interesting to me and it was specific to hospitality. 
Super. Yeah. And because I've done a bit of work in hospitality now on the airline side, as I think, you know, you know, there is a whole language, actually, that I think the hospitality industry, almost you'd nearly need to go to school, I think, just to learn the jargon. So um, I know you've been in actually the industry a very long time, Shirley, and we will talk about that. But RevPAR is clearly very important to you. But you mentioned you had two. So what's the other statistic you like? So the other one is a value score. Okay. Uh, where you create a composite score for each member that takes into account both transactional and engagement metrics. Mm. And these can be completely customized, you know, based on, on what is of importance to your brand or your company. Mm. Um, and we did this, we created a member value score for one of the programs that I worked to bring to life a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Under under the premise that building true loyalty requires more than just tracking and rewarding transactions, sure. but recognizing and rewarding member engagement, it kind of provides a unique opportunity to increase loyalty to the brand. Mm. Okay. So what kind of member engagement are you referring to, Shirley? Well, you can measure things like, you know, do members choose to dine in the hotel restaurant as opposed to going outside? Are they engaged on the hotel's social channels? Are they attending exclusive member events? Mm. Are they staying at multiple hotels within the brand or within the family of brands? Mm. You know, all of these things create advocacy, but they're not, you yes. know, like a, a, a tangible yeah. metric. But it, but it's those are all things that there's a lot of marketing dollars that are, that are thrown against those. And, Mm. you know, I think, I think it's important to, to recognize the investment we make in our members Mm -hmm. and and make sure that we, we do figure out a way to, to track, you know, is, is that making the program or the brand more sticky? Mm. Sticky is a great word, actually, Shirley, and it's exactly what I was thinking of. And actually, even on last week's show, we talked about um, where there's a big potentially, let's say, a group of companies um, or a group of brands within a company. And um, my guest, Kunal, in India used the term variety. And I think it's the same idea that you're referring to where, you know, if you're engaging, as you said, in multiple properties or in multiple aspects of the brand, you're a much stickier customer because you just you're just engaged across so many areas that it becomes part of your your life and your psyche I think I agree Mm, lovely idea. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot in that. Um, so that's incredibly interesting. And I will confess actually as well uh, to you and to listeners that I didn't know the hotel brand that you work for when we first started talking. Um, but having looked at the website and everything now, it's absolutely gorgeous. So Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, um, you might tell us a bit about um, the brand just, you know, in, in summary. And I know there's a, the parent company as well, IHG. So just tell us, I think you've been around 25 years in total. So tell us a bit about your career background. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a, a fun story how I, I fell into loyalty. Um, when going to college, I was working at a Kempton Hotel. Okay. And I was a hotel concierge for mm-hmm. this, you know, this beautiful luxury boutique brand, Kimpton mm-hmm. Hotels and Restaurants. Yeah. Um, and back in the day, I I just really fell in love with customer service, and and I loved being able to 
to delight our guests as they came back time and time again. Um, yeah. The, the brand is a beloved brand. And kind of once you stay at a Kempton, you just mm. sort of keep coming back. Aww. So I started keeping return guest preferences written on three by five cards. Oh, I mean, this, this is way, way back. Um, <laughs> <Brilliant>. Wow. <laughs> Manual system, Shirley. I'm super impressed. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and it was great. So when they would come back, you know, I'd reference my cards and I would make sure that their yes. favorite things were waiting for them in their rooms. And it could be anything from, you know, their, their favorite treat or, you know, some kind of service or, or what have you was yeah. all, was all ready for them when they checked in and it made such an impact. I mean, it was such a little thing, yeah. um, but, but it really created this, this incredible sense of, of delight and personalization. Mm. So the, uh, the senior VP of marketing at the time caught wind of what I was doing. And mm. soon thereafter, I was promoted to the corporate offices and I was tasked wow. to roll out a guest recognition platform across all the hotels at the time. Yeah, that's incredible. And I know you've done a number of programs um, within the Kimpton Hotel Group. So I'll be dying to hear about the different value propositions. And you talked to me about some that you've won awards for as well, Shirley. So, so much exciting stuff to talk about. But when we spoke as well a few weeks ago, um, given the current, uh, I suppose, global situation, um, career-wise, things were a little bit on hold. So tell us a bit about how you've experienced the pandemic so far. Yes. So, you know, as everyone's well aware, you know, the travel industry has really been impacted um, in in quite a profound way. Um, And, you know, there just is no escaping it. We're we're all touched by it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was placed on furlough a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while it was really difficult to not be part of, of the team and, and being part of creating the solutions to, mm-hmm. to get us back on track. Mm-hmm. I, I really just looked at it as, you know, Hey, this is my way of, of, you know, um, doing my part so that this beloved company that I've invested so much time and, and help grow, um, can, can get to where it needs to be and, and move forward. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I think there's very few people would be as philosophical and forgiving um, through no fault of their own. I think we're, we're all human beings and there's inevitably some, um, you know, really difficult challenges, I think, with accepting a situation like that. So so how long did it go on for and where are you at right now? Well, um, let's see. So I've been furloughed for a few months. So it was basically in my mind, I was framing it as, you know, a summer furlough or a summer, um, summer off vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. but, um, I'm delighted to say that last week I was called back. Wow. So I, I will be coming back and I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. Um, I will be on the IHG luxury loyalty team, um, the global team. So um, there's really good things ahead and I I can't wait to, to dive back in. Wow. So when do you actually go back into it or, or is it like, what is the, the plan, Shirley? So I know some of your hotels have reopened and there's all sorts of lovely, um, you know, customized experiences I, I can see coming through. But for, for you as part of the corporate team, will you work in head office or work from home or how are you going to go about it for, for the IHG role? That's a really great question. Um, I think that you know, we're still working out logistics. Um, okay. Sure. 
and, yeah. and we'll, we'll know more going forward. Fair enough. Yeah. And I guess, you know, uh, as you said, sometimes it's, it might be just OK. Try a day in the office, try a day at home and, and see what works for everybody. But um, just to have something as extraordinary as a global luxury loyalty team, I just think is super exciting. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. One thing I was really curious about, Shirley, when I was looking back on your career. So I think in total, am I right? It's 25 years in total that you've worked for Kimpton Hotels. That, that sounds about right. My goodness, my goodness. Well, there you go. I always say employee loyalty is, is a good indicator as a starting point for, for uh, you know, commitment to your customers. But I'd love to know, like, were you ever tempted to leave Kimpton and go and do something completely different, either in a different sector or a different loyalty program? Like, you know, how, how has your mindset been over that, uh, that time frame? Well, you know, the, the company grew so quickly and it, it felt it feels like I've been working um, for a startup for for those last you know 25 plus years um, wow. it's con- continually <laughs> reinventing and, and evolving itself but just staying true to its to its core and you know wow. yeah a number of years ago the brand was acquired by IHG um, yeah. and and that's just been you know quite an experience taking, you know, a a program that I helped build with Kimpton and integrating that into IHG Rewards Club. Um, Mm. You know, there's just been a lot, a lot of opportunity and, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm never bored and and I truly do love the, the people and the brand and what it stands for. Wow. And, uh, and I do know some of the uh, lovely team here in the IHG group in Dubai. So I have to say, I've been super impressed by what I've seen and heard. So um, definitely I can see, and it often comes down to, I think, you know, the people that the brand brings in to run their loyalty program and to run their business, you know. Um, I think uh, customers and guests really feel that. And even going through all the Kimpton stuff as well, I can see the word beloved coming up um, and, and that commitment to, I think authentic service seems to be something that's coming through a lot. So, so yeah, um, incredible amount of work. And I'd love to ask you actually, Shirley, you mentioned in your profile three different loyalty programs that you've built. So maybe you tell us a bit about um, the different value propositions and, you know, what have you built and learned, I guess, over these uh, three programs? Sure. So the, the first one um, was Kimpton Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. And that program was built, you know, over 10 years ago where, you know, we, we finally had a CRM enterprise solution where we could actually see members and where they were traveling throughout our brand. And we, we launched this program that recognized just the, the, the top um, value members. Mm. And it's kind of not necessarily backwards from a traditional loyalty program where you you build a, a loyalty program and then you have the different tiers. We kind of started with the top tier. Okay. Um, and what's sense. really <laughs> yeah. What's what's really fun is that that um, the inner circle program is still, you know, alive today and is, you know, the, wow. the, the top the the top recognition status within IHG Rewards Club for members that stay with the Kimpton brand. Okay. Um, so personally for me, it's been kind of fun to see that, that legacy kind of grow and, and, and it's still around today. Mm, 
Lovely, lovely. Okay. So, and did you get to create that from scratch or, or uh, you, you mentioned your five by seven card. So it, it's quite a, a leap to come to, um, to building a beautiful top tier loyalty program. So, so did you get to create it or did you have a team or how did that whole process happen? Yeah, we did. We had a very small team and, and, it, and it really just sort of evolved, you know, with, with origins being those cards and, and wow. just recognizing our, our top customers as they were traveling yeah. throughout the Kinton brand back then. Yeah. Um, and then, then I, uh, worked with a team to launch Kinton in touch, okay. uh, which, which was, was pretty much like a, um, it was more of like a frequency program, um, Almost, almost like a, a glorified punch card. You know, if you stayed, okay. if you stayed seven, seven times, you, you got a, a, a free night. It was very simple and it was actually beautiful in its simplicity. Sure. Um, but, but it did have a layer of um, experience on top of it, or, or I should say maybe not experience, but recognition. Okay. So it did have a number of tiers, including the, the Kinton Inner Circle tier on top of it. Mm. Okay, great. So, and does that program still exist? No, that program evolved into um, the third program that, that I worked on with Kimpton and helped bring to life, which is Kimpton Karma Rewards. And, mm-hmm. and that one was an incredible experience to put that together. It was built on a Salesforce platform and, and it really took mm-hmm. a 360 view of the, of the customer. It had multiple integrations and we were really able to get at like an experiential program, you know, where, where you had free nights, but then you also had, you know, all these soft benefits that, that were so meaningful and, and experiential. Mm-hmm. And, and we used that, that, that value score mm-hmm. to kind of pow- power the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And karma is such a great word as well, Shirley. So, um, you know, you, you already start to experience it when the branding is is really done well. So um, I, I hope you're taking the credit or, or did you come up with the name or did you have a, a team effort or how did that part come about? I cannot take credit for that. <laughs> um, no, there, there, there was um, a, a fabulous team um, at the Kimpton Hotel um, level as well as various partners that helped this come to life. Great, great. And I love as well, um, just reading through your own kind of description, um, there's a couple of lovely words in there. And again, like I fundamentally believe, like, you know, yes, LinkedIn is a business platform, but I'm now experiencing the Kimpton brand through LinkedIn, which I think is quite... um, unusual and people mightn't always immediately associate it but the consistent brand I can hear it coming through in all of the descriptions and there's some lovely things around making your guests feel safe and special and it struck me that um, these didn't feel like they were related to COVID it felt like they were part of the brand identity overall so I'd love to get a sense of is that part of the brand proposition? It is, yes. So our, our founder, Bill Kimpton, years ago when, when he founded the, the company in the, in the 80s, mm. you know, he, he saw customers as, as being you know, fragile. You're away from your home. Mm. You, know, you really want to feel safe and secure. And at the, at the time in the eighties, you know, the trend for hotels were these big atrium hotels that, you know, were sort of, you know, cold and, and Mm. impersonal, Mm. you know, so he thought, you know, the boutique 
feel that European boutique hotel feel would would really resonate yeah. in in the U.S. And he put that together, and it's it's something that yeah. that I think is really relevant today. Totally, totally. Yes. And increasingly so, you know, um, at the end of the day, safety, we, I think we had taken for granted, um, particularly if brands like Kimpton obviously have given us that beautiful experience of luxury. Um, so I've never not felt safe, but now obviously it takes on a whole new meaning. Um, so the fact that that's, I suppose, baked into the brand overall um, is just going to serve you guys long term. So, and the other piece I loved as well, Shirley, was um, authenticity that seems to come through again in terms of the the team and I guess through through the loyalty program is is that one of your kind of brand values as well yeah absolutely um you know heart, heartfelt human connection is it is really at the core mm-hmm. um you know and, and again it's one of the reasons that I stay it it it's not just a tagline it's it's just how it's how we work and how we interact with each other yeah. And I also got a sense of fun, I have to say. I know um, there was mention of um, for your um, your colleagues on day one, that part of the induction experience includes a hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly there's a sense of humor, <laughs> you know, we can take well, life very seriously sometimes. And actually, sometimes you don't need to, you know. You know, it's it's funny you say that because on my desk, which uh, I haven't seen in a long time since we're, you know, we're not going into the office, but yeah. I have a br- bright, shiny trophy um, that that marks my hula hoop championship. <laughs> <laughs> that is extraordinary. Wow. Yeah. Is, is I, mean, any- I, I made <laughs> I may need to put that on as one of my, you know, skills on LinkedIn. Well, I'm just wondering, is there video footage I can add into the show notes, you know? No comment. Fair enough. Fair enough. Genuinely, and it's completely off topic, but I saw somebody hula hooping, if that is the correct term. Um, I saw a girl who, uh, at a hen party, actually, incidentally, here a few months ago, and she uses the hula hoop for fitness. And it was absolutely beautiful to watch. So I don't know what level you're at, Shirley, but I, I genuinely thought <laughs> it must be a great way to stay present, quite seriously. <laughs> Well, it's it's a wonderful core workout for sure. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and and back to the main topics. Uh, the other thing I loved about your profile, I know you won an award. I think it was from Colloquy a number of years ago, and you told me a bit about the the kind of um, elements of your program that helped to win that award. And I thought it was really just a lovely experience for your guests. So, would you talk us through basically how that award came about? Of course, um, this is something that's been present through, um, you know, all three of the loyalty programs that that I've worked with with Kimpton, and the the particular award that we won was for innovation in the reward space, mm-hmm. and it recognized our year end awards where we would look at our top members and we'd put together these these in- incredible packages for them to choose from, like would you like to go on a hot air balloon ride? And we would host them or Mm -hmm. take you on a tequila tasting uh, in Mexico. Uh, And and those were so much fun because it allowed us to to truly interact with our members. We could could host them in a really beautiful way Mm. and and, and celebrate their loyalty. Um, The one though that I thought was really fun, one year we decided 
you know, let, let's really make this, you know, the ultimate personal gift. Mm. Let's, let's just simply, you know, call our members. We will sit around the table with our senior leaders. We'll put them on speakerphone and, mm. and, and we will thank them from all of us for their loyalty to the, to the company, to the brand. And then we'll say, what do you want? Like, we, we don't want to give you a list of things to pick from. What, 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 what do you truly want? And we'll make that happen for you. Um, wow. It was a bit of a logistical nightmare, but it, it was really <laughs> rewarding in the end. <laughs> yes. And honestly, Shirley, like, uh, you know, first of all, the logistics from the internal perspective of, you know, getting the available time from senior people, that in itself is an extraordinary achievement. Um, and I can imagine there was probably a stunned silence from most guests because it's such an unexpected, even the verbal piece, like to me, even if you never went as far as saying, and we're going to give you a gift, just the sheer fact of saying, you know, I'm Shirley King and I work for Kimpton and I want to thank you for loyalty and for a team of people to, um, to, you know, echo that sentiment. I can even feel goosebumps now just thinking about how, how blown away I would be as a member for that experience. And I don't think I've ever heard of anybody else executing like that. Yeah, it, it was, it was quite rewarding. You know, it, it's like, that's the invisible paycheck where, yeah. you know, you just feel, you feel so good about what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And I guess you also get that verbatim feedback where, you know, the whole senior leadership team can kind of hear the themes that are coming through. Um, and I'm finding actually, I've, I've just been, I suppose, noticing in the last few podcast recordings that the themes of loyalty are probably something that we all need to be paying more attention to. And maybe it's just me that I haven't kind of went, okay, we've talked about, you know, things like transactional versus emotional, but I'm hearing themes like, um, you know, community coming through um, and advocacy. And I know they've come up in, you know, net promoter score and those kind of things, but I really think you're picking up on something that um, I know it can't scale, but I think it brings an extraordinary uh, depth of commitment to loyalty members. And again, you've been laser focused on top tier. So it sounds like something that ideally every company should be executing on. Well, you know, it's, I think it's really important. It's always been important to, to me personally, um, you know, and the work that I do in the space. And, you know, I, I had to, to just, you know, smile and chuckle to myself when I was listening to um, your latest episode mm. where you had, you know, Kunal Moudin yeah. speaking about hospitality and, um, Yes, you know, with his, with his background in loyalty and consulting globally, I loved at the very end, he I did a shout out to the hospitality community. And he said, loyalty programs become more critical and more important for the hospitality sector. Yeah. And then he went on to say how important, like looking at that top tier customer base is. Mm. Um, and, and he gets it. And I really, I think that is so important right now. Yeah. You're totally right, Shirley. And, and I do think we can sometimes get lost in the scale of our programs and the scale of what we're trying to achieve. But, you know, it is a one-to-one -one relationship and that's actually what customers expect, especially when they give you their data. So um, definitely a theme I'm hearing coming through, as you've said, is, you know, loyalty is an ever-increasing asset. It's being ever more respected at ever more senior levels of our companies. So um, I love the fact, obviously, you're 
you're working for a brand that's always had that kind of mindset. Um, but for anybody listening who maybe works for a, a company that's, you know, still fighting to justify budgets or whatever, um, and maybe not as beautiful as as, as hospitality, because I guess um, you're very lucky in many ways to have that, even with all of the challenges that are going on. But um, it's, it's lovely to hear that everybody's having that same experience. Literally, I think you're in San Francisco. Am I right, Shirley? West Coast of USA? Uh, I am, yes. Okay. And there's Canal on the other side of the world in India. And again, having exactly the same experience. So, yeah. So, one for us all to pay attention to, I think. Agreed. Cool. My final couple of things I noticed um, just in terms of, I suppose, how um, services are evolving and it might be a little, I suppose, it's it's not necessarily directly for loyalty members, but I loved some of the terminology um, around knock and drop cocktails I saw um, as a service in Kimpton Hotels. I thought that was lovely. <laughs> and I felt like saying, okay, if I stayed nearby or, you know, how can I get knock and drop cocktails? Well, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we could all use knock and drop cocktails right now. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's a story in there for sure. I don't know what you do with it, but um, yeah, some 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 clever people. Um, so what do you think your, I suppose, uh, focus is going to be or your approach now going back into this incredible world um, with, um, uh, you know, experiences that none of us could have foreseen? Like what kind of principles and approach do you think you're going to have to take? Or do you know? Well, you know, as I said, it's kind of all, you know, it's evolving so quickly, Mm. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, the themes that we're seeing in in the industry, I think we've already checked off, you know, a Mm. couple of these boxes where, you know, clean is now the new loyalty driver in hospitality now. Yes. All the major brands have their their clean programs like, you know, the IHG Clean Promise and yeah. Marriott's commitment to clean. So, you know, we, we've checked that box, but we have to withhold that and we have to keep that up, um, you know, to make sure our members do feel safe. Mm. Um, you know, and we've already gone ahead and we have, you know, extended all the hard and soft program benefits that are set to expire. Mm. You know, so we've we've done that. Um, we've reduced yeah. the, the thresholds, you know, for for status and there's point multipliers all over the place. So yeah. I, th- I think what's left is, you know, really looking at customer experience and and looking at this incredible opportunity we have as we're reopening, as 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 travel is starting again. There's that that first moment of truth where our beloved members are coming back. They're putting our, their trust in, in our hotels. Mm-hmm. And we have an opportunity to really blow it out of the park, to mm-hmm. exceed expectations. And, and not in a grandiose way, but in just a very yeah. like heartfelt way. Like how do you how do you show care so that there's that emotional connection? Yeah. That you can say, okay, this feels good. This feels normal, but I feel safe and yeah. Um, and I want to do this again. Mm. Yeah, I think it's an extraordinary mindset. I, I can see that all of the, again, underlying values and principles are there. So whatever the solutions look like, they're coming from a very heartfelt place. And, you know, as, as somebody who really values boutique hotels, actually, um, that's exactly what I would want. You know, it's, it's as you said, it's not a formula. Um, it, it is something where I think, you know, I need to be, I need somebody to notice that that I might be apprehensive the first time I show up. <laughs> 
you know? Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, with the best um, in the and, world. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, that's okay. I was going to say, you know, the, the other thing that um, I'm kind of seeing in, in the industry is the acceleration of the artificial intelligence, um, which you might think is, is, you know, completely in contrast to heartfelt human. Yeah. But I think, I think there's an opportunity to get it right and really have a, a good balance between the two. Okay. Um, because I think that it can deliver an incredible experience and be able to scale um, and be able to empower. So I was lucky enough to go to Dreamforce in San Francisco last year. Wow. Which um, is so be, amazing. Uh, yes. And just for listeners who mightn't be familiar with Dreamforce, Shirley, would you just explain what that event is about? Yes, it's this massive global event held in San Francisco every year. Mm. Um, and it's put on by Salesforce where they they do an incredible job. Um, it's, yeah. it's very well attended and you can go and you can learn and you can um, yeah. interact with, with all of their, their platforms and, and all the new technology. Um, it, it's, it's one, I love going, I try and go every year. Wow. Um, you just, you, you learn so much and, and mm. you, you can kind of dream a little bit of what, what things could mm-hmm. look like in the future. Okay. But I was there and I was looking at this um, Salesforce CX platform where they did a demo for us where you could see this, you know, customer profile and how it would be served up um, to various customer service agents, whether you're a loyalty program manager or Mm -hmm. you are, you know, answering the phones at a service center. But the, the AI would assist you in that it would serve up um, recommendations or predictions of what this member might need based on where mm-hmm. they are within the customer lifecycle journey mm-hmm. or what rewards are outstanding. You know, mm-hmm. what, what are the, those three or four things that mm-hmm. while you're interacting with this member, mm-hmm. what could make an impact? Um, okay. And that's something you really couldn't do before. It, it and, and I think that there's some some good potential there. Yeah. Yeah. It is all about impact at the end of the day. And it sounds incredible. I, do, I don't know if it's operational. I mean, I'm guessing it, it already is if they're demoing it for you. Um, but yeah, sometimes I think with loyalty programs, there's missed opportunities. Like, you know, they don't always tell you how close you are to the next tier. Like I have to go looking sometimes for that information. So, so I have often thought actually, you know, just help me out here, <laughs> you know, exactly. tell me a little bit more about how close I am. Um, and inspire me. And I think that's what I, I think Dreamforce sounds like the place you go for inspiration, if I'm right. hundred percent. Oh my goodness. Wow. I'll have to try and get that on my to-do list, Shirley. I keep saying, <laughs> I love conferences like that. Any excuse now? And uh, there's a couple of them. Clearly San Francisco is a, is a hotbed of inspiration and innovation. So, so you're right in the middle of it and you're very lucky. And I know their guest profile, uh, sorry, their speaker profile and I'm going to um, see if I can test my memory. I'm nearly sure Barack Obama was one of their speakers a number of years ago. Do you know if that's right or wrong? Yes, I stood in line for hours yeah. to be able to to be in there and, and listen to him present last year. Well, there yeah, you it, go. it was pre- pretty incredible. 
there you go. And I think that just gives listeners a sense of the caliber um, of the event that, that you got to go to. And again, I suppose even to have that level of professional inspiration for yourself to take and, and translate into your customer experiences um, is, is incredible. So definitely I'll be keeping an, uh, an eye out for the AI. I can't even say it properly, but I know there's a lot coming <laughs> up, like two guests in two weeks talking about AI. So um, clearly there's a lot to explore. So the last question I was going to ask Shirley was just, you know, in terms of um, actual resources, um, you know, whether there's, you know, websites or, or um, you know, just particular sources of inf- information or inspiration. And maybe you've answered that already with the Dreamforce idea, but is there any other newsletters or anything else that you think are good from a loyalty perspective? Well, of course, there's there's Skift for the, the travel industry and you can get news and research and marketing services and they have a great podcast every day that's that's really short and quick. So you're you're just cool. up to speed. I love that. OK. And, you know, of course, I'm subscribed to the travel blogs like The Points Guy or One Mile at a Time. OK. And there's also forums like Flyer Talk. OK. So you can really like listen to to the customer and kind of see what they're saying about your programs or your brands. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, again, because I tend to go much more like, um, you know, just around the themes of loyalty. I haven't gotten into the travel specific ones. So some really good ones there. And I love the idea of a daily short podcast. So watch this space. I might pick your brains on that because I think uh, we could all do a daily doses of, of uh, inspiration. I love it. And it's so fun to listen and learn. I, I, I know that that's one of your taglines. I think it's fantastic. Oh, it totally is, Shirley. Thanks a million. So listen, that's it from my side. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover while, uh, while we wrap up the show? You know, it's been delightful chatting with you. I think we've covered um, quite a few topics. I think there's, there's enough here unless you have any other questions. Not at all. I just want to, I suppose, thank you for um, taking a leap of faith when I sent you, a, you know, a, an email out just to say, here's a podcast, maybe give it a go. So I love that you um, took that opportunity and listened and, and then agreed to come on the show as a guest. So from my side, I think it's been an utterly delightful experience. Um, I feel it's a really um, good news story, uh, particularly for your industry colleagues, actually, as you said before we came on air, to have that um, story about things are starting to come back, jobs are starting to come back. So for you to be able to go back into that role, um, I think is amazing to hear for everybody listening. So just wanted to say from my side and from Let's Talk Loyalty, thank you so much to Shirley King. It was a pleasure, Paula. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training, both online and in workshops around the world through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 150 executives in 18 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out www.thewisemarketeer.com and www.loyaltyacademy.org. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like me to send you the latest show each week, simply sign up for the show newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and I'll send you the latest episode to your inbox every Thursday. Or just head to your favorite podcast platform. Find Let's Talk Loyalty and subscribe.
Of course, I'd love your feedback and reviews. And thanks again for supporting the show.